Well, hello. It's Chappy, your British butlers. Keep calm and cauliflower cheese. It's our last podcast of a rather interesting year. I mean, it's probably not as bad as 2020, but 2021 was only a smidgen better. But hopefully over the course of the last 12 months, we've given you a lot of joy, a few chuckles, a few belly laughs. I hope we've tickled your funny bone on more than one occasion. If we've done that, then we definitely succeeded. So we have a little New Year's edition of the podcast, Keep Coming Cauliflower Cheese. And it's lovely to be here. I mean, I see this as, I hope this was like Twixmas. This is called Twixmas. So I thought, well, Twixmas is rather like the Twix basically on its own. Just one chocolate finger, not two. It's that period between Christmas and New Year, which is sometimes a little bit forlorn. And you just keep eating, you keep eating, you keep drinking. And you're waiting until the new year to come and then it's back to work and all that lovely stuff. But it's sort of that relaxing time. It's a time of contemplation. It's a time for going on long walks and finish, finish off the mince pie that you probably should have finished off a week ago. It's a little bit past its best. Well, maybe this is chappy, uh, a little bit past my best. I don't know. But I'm here to manfully plow on uh, to get you through the new year. And we're going to have a little bit of a banger for you. So today on the podcast, my lovely daughters are with me. Uh, they joined me through Twixmas and uh, into the new year. And I did actually bribe them. I promised them that I'd get them ice cream if they behave themselves and uh, join me on the podcast and try not to make too much fun of me. I don't think that's going to happen uh, because, uh, you know, you know what little teenage girls are and they're little monkeys. They're also... A little rambunctious and very cheeky, uh, much more after their dad, I suppose. But so they're going to be joining me on the podcast. And uh, I'm I'm going to try to find uh, my sort of Zen moment. I'm going to try to find uh, really my inner chakra. I'm going to try to find positivity and calmness, serenity now, basically, almost like a Zen moment. That's what I'm going to be doing as George knocks down the trash can here at Chappie Towers and it, and it falls onto the floor and causes a terrible racket. I mean, this is the whole thing. It's sort of a ramshackle affair here. I'm sitting at the long dining room table where we're about 20 foot away from each other. One sits at the one end and then one sits at the other. And uh, yeah, as, as the butler will, he, he, he you know, puts a white cloth over his arm with his white gloves and, you know, you can do 10,000 steps as you're serving the meals for the day for the master of the house. That's really how we like to do things here. That's how we get our 10,000 steps in per day as we're serving various meals, breakfast, kippers, stinking kippers for breakfast. And then maybe a, a light lunch of uh, maybe three or four courses. And then the evening meal where we all have to dress up black tie affair, uh, candlelight uh, and... Um, you know, always a stain devil as well, because you know what? Have you ever tried to get tomato soup out of a uh, pressed white shirt, a white tuxedo shirt with the ruffles, of course? We, we like to keep the 1960s, 70s ruffles here at Chappie Towers. So you're very, very welcome. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. Maybe your turkey's got a little bit drier. So if the turkey's a little bit too dry, and this is, this is how I see as how we can revitalize you on this New Year's Eve. You're feeling a little bit down. Maybe you're on your own. 
and uh, and and, that, and that's a very sad affair. So hopefully we can cheer you up, give you lots of positivity uh, going into the new year. And very very sad here in Colorado, eight thousand people lost their homes uh, yesterday during incredible winds and the worst wildfires uh, the city of Denver has seen ever. So there's a lot of people. Uh, that uh, uh, we know round and about uh, who may listen to this podcast up in the Boulder region, up in the northern suburbs uh, of Denver, that our hearts go out to them. And anything that you can do out there, any Denver listeners, uh, please do, because there'll be people during this snowstorm where the temperatures are going to get down to like minus 20 tonight. Uh, And they'll be without a home, without uh, running hot water, heat, so it's an absolutely awful affair, and I know many people go through these uh, uh, awful events through the through the last year, you know, with the change of temperature and everything else. But if we can just give a little bit of joy, if we can make that person just smile for a second, then this podcast has served its true purpose, which is a vehicle for nonsense, entertainment, light-hearted humour. And uh, probably the occasional raised quizzical eyebrow as well. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to look back at some of the uh, oddest stories of the year, like the German chap whose laptop was clasped between a wild boar's mouth, and he chased after the wild boar naked. We'll back, look back at such stories along those lines. And, you know, luckily in this case, I don't think the wild boar went for the brat first. It's more interested in the laptop. Now, you had to ask, is the wild boar more of an Android fan or more of an Apple fan? Because this is a big thing, you know? Does, does it prefer a Linux operating system? I mean, do, do boars, are boars interested in these types of things? So that's basically what we have the podcast today. It's, uh, we're ramping up the nonsense. And on the uh, Musical Butler Emporium edition, we're going to get you into the new year with some phenomenal, funky dance music. I know you, you think chappy British butler, stiff upper lip, uh, stiff ass Brit would be into funky dance music. Yes, we're going to be shaking your funky Cole Medina. So as you, uh, as you sort of meander into the new year, perhaps sprint into the new year, get you G'd up like the proverbial racehorse to sprint and gallop into 2022 like no tomorrow. So here we are, my... Uh, delightful daughter Victoria with all her resplendent curls and at last time I saw her she was an early riser she got up at six o'clock now all of a sudden she doesn't wake up until 10 o'clock in the morning what's happened to you become a teenager overnight uh uh, uh life uh emoness. oh really <laughs> well at least she doesn't wake up and put the uh, hoodie on and have a huge fringe over her eyes or anything like that. Emo. <laughs> yeah, we, de- we definitely don't want any of that going on. But yes, yeah, so last time I saw her, she was, uh, she was waking up early. Now all of a sudden... Now, let me ask you this question. Is it boys? Is this, what, is this the difference now? No. It's, it's not, nothing to do with boys? No. All right, good. Well, that's, you know, that's a relief. I'm going to have to put away my shotgun... <laughs> that I've uh, that I've kept kept in storage for so many years to come out when I have to interrogate future boyfriends. I started making notes honestly about what I'm going to ask future boyfriends of Victoria. I think the first thing is we're going to have to run a credit check. 
I mean, we had to do a credit check first of all. Make sure they don't commit like tax fraud on the daily. Well, exactly. We don't. We don't want any tax fraud. We don't want any uh, monkey arsonists. <laughs> no, monkey arson is good. Oh, it but, is. Oh, okay. Monkey arson is amazing. Well, the thing, the thing I ask about monkey arson though. If you're a if you're a, a ginger orangutan, I mean, doesn't doesn't your hair go up in flames though if it's monkey arson? <laughs> yes, because I imagine strange. the monkey's hair is quite flammable. <laughs> yes. It is. Yeah. Well, it depends if the monkey's being careful when it commits with arson or not. All right. Well, there we go. That's 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 that's, that's good to know. So, I'm going to develop uh, you know a serious list of questions here for all of. Uh, uh, Victoria and Catherine's future boyfriends and I think it's very very important to get this uh, this going as well oh, great. and um, the thing is also I'm a little bit worried about this because I don't think the young kids understand me because of the accent that's a problem as well <laughs> or you just scare them like our one neighbor that one time who you like barely yelled at and they got like emo and start crying oh yeah well exactly <laughs> but I think they only un- they only understand uh, grunting the children these days so <laughs> Any 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 perfect elocution really doesn't uh, doesn't help here. Understand the emo bark bark. Exactly, or nipping at the ankles. <laughs> biting at the ankles. Well, that's what you always say your sister. Just when she's younger, you say she goes around biting ankles. She does. She grabs onto the ankles and like won't let go. Well, is she some sort of small dog? <laughs> yeah, she's like on that one demon chihuahua, you know, that goes right. off like tacos. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the podcast for a second here. Because we are trying to cheer people up for the new year. Because there's a lot of bad news going around. And also, um, you know, people apprehensive of the new year. I mean, there are people who are, who are pretty scared about what 2022 brings. 2020 and 2021 weren't that great. So I'm going to pause this. And I'm going to let you uh, think of your most uplifting, dancey sort of music. Because we're going to put this on the uh, musical edition of the podcast. So part of the podcast today is us rambling on as always, but another part of the podcast is on the Spotify musical Butler Emporium playlist edition. We have music between the uh, nonsensical ramblings of a deranged butler and his uh, and his daughter. He's probably not quite as deranged, but I'm training oh, no, her to be a butler, but she can't even fold a blanket yet. Well, it's never going to be a good butler. That blanket's huge. It won't fold properly. You know, exactly. And let alone, she's gonna probably never going to be able to starch your collar. So anyway. What in the heck's the collar? Well, keeping a stiff collar. You get starchy spray <laughs> no, on. No one cares about stiff collars. <laughs> well, don't be like that. Don't be like that. Anyway, so we're going to have some cheery music on the, on the Butler Emporium playlist here. What tune are you picking to cheer people up going into the new year? Of our Can you keep it to a dull roar, please? Just if you banged your knees and then you scream, you're going to ruin the audio of this podcast here. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. So anyway, today I'm going to try something. A lot of the a lot of the young lads these days, <laughs> the young chaps, are wearing their hair in like a man bun. So I'm going to sort of do it like a man bun and see if I can feel my inner zen. I'm going to feel like <laughs> if I can get with the kids and feel very very relaxed, very at peace with myself. Um, maybe after wearing this, I could probably put on some sweatpants or something. <laughs> because I, I, I think this is I what I... don't know if they come, if they make sweatpants in extra, extra large... We didn't have an elasticated waist anyway. So anyway, so Catherine, <laughs> say hello to the listeners. Hello. <coughs> All right. Hello. She's going to brush out my hair, form it into a man bun, and we're going to help if this is going to improve my inner serenity now. If this is gonna, if this is gonna help my aura. 
it is going to make my uh, chakra and everything else more approachable. And uh, I, I think a man bun may be able to do this. So I think I'm going to be very relaxed, very chill. I'm going to be able to chillax afterwards. So Catherine's going to brush out my hair. All right, yeah, well, we're gonna he, try. he became all like angry. Rah, rah. You're like the Incredible Hulk. All right, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the right. headphones. They're a little sweaty. Dude, they're so, so sweaty. Well, it's hot in here, I tell you. It's, it's like, not hot. You're like an inferno. Oh, anyway. oh, oh. All right, I think you. Bro, do this you need... is nasty. Oh. All right. Do... Oh, he's so sweaty. Oh. Well, like, give you a little bit of moisture in the hair. So oh. he's brushing out my incredibly oh. long mane uh. right now. Here, let me. It, it let me... feels disgusting. Well, I, I said I'd moisten it for you a little bit to make it easier to dry out. Are you gonna get the? Yeah. I'm just I gotta, I gotta wipe so the sweat she has off. To, she has to brush out the hair quite rigorously to rigorously. get the knot, to get the knots yeah, out here. That, that's because you have like 30 pounds of uh, wax in there. Now she's it's almost, it's right over my eyes. I can barely see what's going on. It's covering the microphone. It's lucky this is, I'm, honestly, it's lucky we're not videotaping this because, I, I mean, you would, I, I look like a, I look Deranged like, monkey. I look like somebody from Fraggle Rock here right now. So here we go. So anyway, we're going to, we're going to keep, yeah, she's going to brush this out at the moment. It's sort of like flopped over one side like a curtain. And uh, anyway, wait, wait, we'll we can separate it no, like that. No, like, no, lift and separate? Stop. What? <laughs> we can, we wait, can give you a wait, middle no. part. No, I don't. Wait. Oh, okay. I'm just going to. No, 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 no. No. So no. you need to separate the hair. Yeah. And then. So, so they're like brushing out and trying to separate the hair. I want to keep my center parting with the man bun if, if possible. Anyway, come back and join us in a few minutes. Uh, you'll be, you'll, uh, you'll hear a rather, you'll have, ha you'll have a, hear a rather enjoyable, slightly, uh, interesting tune that will, uh, that will lift you. And I, afterwards, may, I might feel very chill once I have the man bun here. There's a lot of argument here at the salon, basically. Okay, so we're back and I could barely get my headphones on, but this man bun is so prominent. It's almost like one of the tallest trees. It's like sticking up like the Empire State Building. Uh, less spiky, and uh, there's no actual uh, King Kong gorillas on it, so it's can't be like the Empire State Building. Oh yes, Catherine. Catherine styled the hair. Uh, what what inspirations did you use to style this? I used <laughs> ugly. We I used ugly brush boy to to comb out the the ugly hair that I'm gonna do some more. Oh, she's just teasing the hair here, zhuzhing it up. <laughs> yeah. it, looks like, it looks like you're like one of the, the toddlers with the little with the little uh, ponytail that hasn't quite grown out yet. No, well, thank you. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Well, you know, I'm feeling so relaxed, man. I'm feeling this is the most I've ever been. I think this yeah. is, this, I this feel is like so level. one with myself. I absolutely fantastic. And uh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like the, the, the vibes here. The vibe is vibalicious, you know. Oh, the <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like chilling, babe. Yeah. Hang <laughs> loose, my guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah, can I, uh, hey, can I come in and uh, do a dab here, babe? Hey, yeah. yo, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do I get too sweaty there? Sorry about that. Oh. Yeah. Your hands got like yeah, I feel like I uh, I could get some sweats on now, oh, man. No, it's and, uh, out. What my hair? Yes. Oh no, I'm going bald. <laughs> I'm all uptight again. <laughs> anyway, so they've done a good job. I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed here. 
Uh, God, I, I, I really, really do not want to see this. This is a sort of situation yeah, where you do not want to see the fashion disaster, the hair I'll disaster. A, I'll take a picture of it every day and send it to you just to remind you of this beautiful... Thank you. It's going to take me an absolute age to blow dry this straight, you know. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to spend maybe hours, darlings, hours just doing my hair, straightening my hair. Interesting. <laughs> no, but anyway, so... Some of my favorite stories from the year. How about the woman that under a blanket on an aeroplane, she had, she was breastfeeding a cat. And somebody said there was a cat under this blanket. This was on an aeroplane and the flight attendant was urging the woman to show or reveal what was under the blanket. And she was breastfeeding this cat, but the cat wasn't alive, it was dead. It what was like a, it was a taxidermed cat, and it was stuffed. What the hell? I'm serious. This this happened like maybe three or four weeks ago. That's one of my favorite stories what of the year. What in the hell? What in the hell is that? Anyway, another favorite story of the year Both was here. was uh, what did you say? <laughs> that woman must be on like some like some uh, substances of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> the legal substances. Yes, my other favorite was. There was a German gentleman who was camping in the forest mm -hmm. in this nudist colony. So they're all naked. Oh. And this wild boar came in with its family and stole his laptop <laughs> and ran off. And the guy ran after the wild boar naked. I'm serious. I mean, you'd think a wild boar being incredibly hungry would go after some bratwurst, some wiener stitzel, something along those lines. The wild boar wanted to go to WholeFoods.com. And buy, uh, buy, buy food. Well, yeah, I wanted maybe food, but it took off with a laptop and, scurry, and scurried away. And there was this German guy, oh, Schnell, Schnell, give me back my laptop. You know, he was like screaming that. I'm serious. Yeah. What? I mean, as you would say, the wild boar went and tried to get a wombo combo meal. Yeah, he, he wanted to order the wombo combo meal from Grubhub. Yeah, it took a bite literally out of the bites within the laptop you know or whatever else is in there mm -hmm. but i'm wondering do you think and i said this at the top of the show do you think a wild boar is more interested in like an apple device or would it be more of an android he's probably more interested in the, the samsung device you think a wild boar would prefer you think a wild boar would prefer samsung to apple yes well there we go identifying a samsung fridge appliance a wild boar could do that. Yeah, I identify as a Samsung fridge appliance and a and a and an attack helicopter. You do? Yeah. <laughs> this has got very very weird here. What, what tea did I give you this morning? <laughs> how do you what do you, so how do you identify as a Samsung device? Uh, no. Fridge device. A Samsung fridge appliance. I identify as the one with the the, the touch screen, like cool thing on it but yeah i identify as a samsung see i think if i wanted to identify as a fridge appliance i would choose one from like the 1950s that lasts a really long time no. and you can drop it on the floor and it survives no you don't you wouldn't want to do that no you gotta identify as a cool samsung fridge appliance
Okay, when I'm joined by my lovely daughters, we sometimes like to talk about some recipes. We did a, uh, I think last Christmas we did a cake. An Oreo mug cake. An Oreo mug cake. Okay. So, for all you lazy ass Gen Zers who get out of bed at like one o'clock, this is how to make, from what I told, Phenomenal mac and cheese. Yeah, you make it in the microwave. It's really easy for us lazy ass people, as you say. So, you only need one cup of macaroni, a cup of water, a teaspoon of salt, uh, a fourth a cup of milk, and a half a cup of shredded cheese. So, once you put the uh, macaroni in the water and the teaspoon of salt in the microwave, you do it for four minutes and then you strain the macaroni and then you put the f- a fourth a cup of milk and a half a cup of shredded cheese. No, one and a half cups of shredded cheese, sorry. And then you microwave it for that for two minutes and you stir it around and you can eat it. It's so good. So is, is the pasta cooked properly? Is it al dente? Is it like, you know, how you're meant to have pasta? Uh, yeah, I think so. See, this is the whole thing. I've taught for many years. This is, this is my failure as a father. I've taught how to make a beautiful bechamel sauce. You know, it, it takes hours of like stirring, with a, with a very gentle wrist action, trying to get gentle, the sauce smooth and very cheesy. flick of a wrist. <laughs> and now you're just doing it in like a couple of minutes. What yeah. is it with obsession with you kids these days about speed? Why can't everything be enjoyed? Why can't you, why can't you stroll along and smell the roses along the way? Because there's, there's, life is short. You don't know how long you have, so why spend it all making mac and cheese? It's like seize the moment. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Seize the moment and take 10 minutes to do it and then you're done. Alright, before I go, maybe tomorrow you can make me some of this and I'll see if I like it or not. And I'll report back to you, the Keep Coming Cauliflower Cheese listener. Because I think part of what this podcast is, and, it, and when my lovely daughters come and usurp the podcast, you know, things go a little bit uh, wild. But I like to you know, be able to take... A deep breath, smell the roses, slip on my rose-colored spectacles, and take my time. Because I think yeah. life's about taking one's time. Except when you take your time, you always fart, so then you end up smelling your fart, too. Oh, well, that's not very nice. <laughs> oh, it's very nice. I'm not bullying. You don't yeah, yeah. This is, this is like a bully a, box. This is like a, no, this is like a bully box <laughs> podcast. I mean, you like to slip in. If I had $50 in my pocket after an expensive Christmas, I would put it in the bully box because you have been bullying me constantly. Well, you need to put money in the bully box. You need to put money in the bully box. You. Well, what have I done? You are calling me a nerd and a loser. No, I didn't say. You did. I never said. I never said. No, I would never say you're a loser. You're definitely Uh, a nerd, though. I never thought that I would be spending Twixmas, which is a period between Christmas and New Year, Victoria, Twixmas, watching. 24 hours worth of Spider-Man, which I think I probably did. I think I watched all the Spider-Man movies. No, you haven't watched the new Tom Holland ones yet. Uh, I haven't watched those. Oh, I thought I'd finish them. I thought I'd finish them. Now, I'm going to say something very controversial here. I think the Tobey Maguire ones were the best uh, Spider-Mans. I say Supermans. This is how much I know about these things. Mm. I think they were the best Spider-Mans. I think the one with the uh, Octavius Doctor... Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah, Doc Ock's like one of my favorite villains. That's I thought like that was really Doc. good. Now, I remember watching Spider-Man back in the mid-80s, you know, not the 1880s, 
the 1980s. Oh, I thought you were talking about the 1780s. Oh, the 1780s, exactly. Where we all were, we did actually wear stiff collared and, lo- and longer jackets back in the day, though. Um, but I, I actually thought my favorite villain was the lizard. And no, think- the lizard sucks. What? He does like nothing. If people who see No Way Home will know, the lizard is absolutely useless and does no crap in in the new one. Yeah, the lizard used to keep me up at night. I mean, the lizard kept me up at night almost as much as seeing one of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy Krueger movies in, like, 1985. And that gave me nightmares for, like, years. I I, I really doubt that the lizard is, is like, good is what you think. But in my opinion, like, Tom Holland plays the best as Peter Parker, and then Andrew Garfield plays, like, I like the way he, like, fights, like, an actual spider would, like, how he used how in the sewer in the, in the lizards movie he put all the like webs and stuff and to sense the vibrations to find out where he is. I thought that was cool though. And you say you're not nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So anyway, so the thing is though, I like what I liked about Garfield is he did actually do some wisecrack. There's a little bit more comedy in there. Yeah, and like Toby's where he like bullies everyone. Yeah, well that's like to- his, bully Maguire. That's his. That's like <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, we'll say that. But anyway, um, so another thing, why does Spider-Man never have, none of the characters who play Spider-Man have any meat on the bone? You never have a big lad playing Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, could the, I mean this, is the, this is the worry. I would love to play Spider-Man, but I don't think the web would be able to keep, if I shot the web out of my wrist, I mean, it would have to be made of steel to hold me up here. <laughs> yeah, I know. So is, this, is this why all the Spider-Men are waif-like? You know, they're skinny, aren't they? There's no meat on the bone when it comes to the Spider-Men. because they're mostly, like, muscly. And not, they don't get the, the so belly. They haven't, got, they haven't got the six-pack, which is actually the six-pack of beer stored in their stomach rather than the... <laughs> they, got the they got the actual six-pack, not the, the six-pack of beer. Exactly. Or the nine-and-a-half-pack, uh, probably more, more likely. But... Um, but anyway, so I did spend a fabulous part of Twixmas watching the Spider-Man movies. But now I'm actually shocked to hear that I have... How many more movies do I have to watch? Three. And then if you want to also watch the Venom movies with me, we have those too. And we can watch Spider-Man the Spider-Verse. It's like the animated one. So technically, if we really wanted to, we'd have like six. So if I'm going to um, basically become one with the metaverse... Do I have to become one with the Spider-Verse? Yes. It is. What is the Metaverse? Can you explain to me the Metaverse? The Metaverse? You mean the Multiverse? So from our very good friends at Very British Problems Official on Twitter and also Instagram, here's some of my favorites over the Christmas period. Always posting excellent content. So here's one. 50,000 calories over Christmas plus a brisk walk equals no calories. Mm -hmm. Is that your logic? Yes, it is. Up to very much New Year's Eve, well, I'll be testing out my pajamas I got for Christmas. And uh, 2022 to-do list. Number one, sort out life. Number two, try again tomorrow. And uh, Isn't that, hasn't that been your logic since like 1977? Yeah, it's probably something like that. Is it too early to throw away one parsnip and two Brussels sprouts you have covered in cling film in the fridge? Yes. No, we'll give it a few more days. I actually have some parsnips and Brussels sprouts in Christmas. Know, Do you want to have those for lunch? No, I, I, I'm not a rabbit. <laughs> I don't uh, eat. Oh, you don't. You I don't, don't eat straight parsnips and Brussels sprouts for. Okay, so and finally, this will be a great year. Knock on wood. Touch wood. 
touches wood, gets splinter, screams, disturbs large bear, and gets eaten by bear. Hmm, I like that. Okay, so a couple of things that I want to talk to you about. Now, first of all, why wouldn't you let me get that brown long coat? Oh my gosh, that thing was ugly. No, it's elegant. No, it was horrifying. It was, it was a was long horrific. it was a long no, dress coat. Well, what didn't you like about it? it? Ugly. Well, yeah, but it's long and elegant, probably slimming. slimming on you. All right, okay. So, what do you think I can do to improve my fashion in a year? Uh I can share some Pinterest ideas with you. Well, what do you think I should do to uplift my male attire? Uh, change your hairstyle. What do you mean change my hairstyle? <laughs> Bro, you've had the same hairstyle since since I was like born. You need to change it up, you know? No, it's been longer. It's much longer now than when you were born. Awesome. But clothes-wise? Uh, not wear sweaters. But sweaters are very fashionable, very preppy. No one cares about your preppiness, bro. Well, what should I wear instead of a sweater? Wear a sweatshirt. Wear like, I don't know, like layers. Make it fashionable. Well, I do. I have I have a button-down shirt under the no, sweater. No one cares about the button-down shirts. Well, it's smart. It's a nice collar. No, no, no one. Dress to impress. No, impress you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so you think I should go layers? I don't think I could get away with a hoodie, and it'd mess my hair up. You don't have the hood over your head. You don't have to have the... Well, what's the point of having a hoodie if it's not over your head? It's <laughs> well, ridiculous. Well, I, I don't always wear my hood. I, I don't always wear the gangster hood <laughs> to be gangster. You, you, well, I think sometimes you do. People do have that, though. And here's the thing. I saw those jeans you had on. They had, like, maybe 50,000 holes, and you look homeless. I am not homeless. Yeah, but why did you have ripped jeans on? What's the point of ripped jeans? It lets all the cold come in. You're going to yeah, have a chill around your gills. <laughs> yeah, I, I realised that when we were well, walking it. Like, <laughs> well, I know, exactly. If you're going on a spooky walk late at night, you need to have something a little bit more warm, you know, to warm, warm the cockles. <laughs> <laughs> the kinkles. The, 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 the cankles. The cankles. Well, ankles. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. So what's the point of ripped jeans? I just don't they're, understand they're, they're fashionable. They are fashionable? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was. Soon... How would you know? You. But the thing is, like though, that. I had I had a pair of ripped jeans. I had a huge hole in the crotch. <laughs> Can you go around with those? Uh, no. It depends on where the hole is. Oh, so it depends on the hole. So holy, holy jeans are not to you know just because there's a there's a hole. I can't necessarily wear them. <laughs> yeah. So if there's a hole in the bottom in the in the in the booty air. And then the hole in the crotch, you probably shouldn't wear those. No. Oh, okay. They become unfashionable. They do if, you, if your underwear's hanging out? If your tighty whities are hanging yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, unless you're like a gangster per- person and you wear your pants solo that your underwear will show any wee. Oh, that's something I could do. <laughs> oh. I could start wearing like looser trousers oh, no. with my underwear. Lordy, <laughs> Lordy. I mean, ha- I, I mean how cool that would be with Fruit of the Loom poking out at the top there. <laughs> no, so many people find that so cool for no reason. I just want to go over there and hitch their pants up and be like, grab a belt, you need one. Yeah, I tell you something though. This is a new year, new new chappy. Uh, baggy trousers, baggy jeans with the fruit of the loom or Hanes poking out the top. All right, so something else that I want to talk about here is the hypnotic pizza commercials that you see on every Ugh. commercial. Gosh dang, I, was, it, 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 I swear, it's, it's horrible, it's horrible. It's the same ad every two seconds. 
And it, 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 well, when you've watched 12 hours of Spider-Man, and that comes up at 10 o'clock, I almost ordered a pizza at 10 o'clock <laughs> I, I know, after I having a full meal. I remember, I remember, yeah. I mean, that's how hypnotic it is. It's like putting a perfect bait on a, on a, on a hook and reeling you in. Yeah, These guys are amazing at advertising. I know. I mean, and then you get the pizza that's, uh, we're not going to mention the brand, but half of the pizza is like cheesy bread. And the other half's pepperoni pizza. <laughs> it looks so oh good. my gosh! That <laughs> looks like the best thing in the I world. I, I need it. I need it. I need it. Well, I think we're. Go- I think we're going to get it later. I did. I you know, know I, I'm. I'm promising you that for New Year's Eve, we're going to see the ball drop, eating the half cheesy bread, half pepperoni. I know. Pizza. I know. That sounds. That sounds so good. That sounds so good. That but I mean, so I mean, I just want to say, end of the year, hats off to anybody who comes up with those pizza commercials because. It, you could almost smell the pizza. I know. It was playing legit every, like, five minutes. How can you make bubbly cheese seem so alluring? So I played a little trick on uh, on my dear daughter, Catherine. She was using the facilities the other day. And, um, oh, yeah. and she ran out of uh, bog paper, toilet paper. paper. Anyway. So I said to her, I said, well, I thought that roll would last the whole week. You know, and I, I honestly, I'm very sparing with the toilet paper here. I mean, I don't recycle or anything like that. I said, I said, I said, that, you know, I hope the whole thing would last the whole week. She said, well, do you have any kitchen paper to use? Or like, you know, from the kitchen. And I said, well, I do have a handkerchief. Do you want to use a, like a freshly pressed handkerchief? No, and then you ask, and then you're like, Victoria, go knock on the neighbor's door and see if they if they can give us any toilet paper. Well, how neighborly is that though? If you knocked on the door, and do you think they would ask for toilet paper? Uh, uh, no. Well, I mean, I think people are worried about there being a toilet paper shortage, like at the beginning of the pandemic again. Yeah. But anyway, so this, I'm going to play back to you that I videoed it for posterity, but I'm going to play back to you the audio of when Catherine was stuck in the toilet paper and the fear of possibly having to use daddy's handkerchief. Go next door to get, ask one of the people to get it. Oh no. If they could, we could borrow a roll. No, hell no, I'm not. Come on, come on, please. It's embarrassing for me. I live next door, I haven't got any. No way. I, I can't. With my luck, there would be someone like, no. Can you use your hand? <laughs> Catherine? Paper towel. I haven't got any of those either. <laughs> you want one of my handkerchiefs? <laughs> I'll get one of my handkerchiefs. Hold on. You'll just have to give it to me and I'll have to put it in the trash. <laughs> So I saw this review, uh, and it was a review of climbing Ben Nevis, the mountain in the UK. Mm-hmm. And, and in summer, it said, very steep and too high. Yeah. This was almost a full day's climbing, and my girlfriend was crying at one point. When we did get to the top, there was nothing there. Mount Snowden has a pub, restaurant, toilets at the top, 
Luckily, we had brought some sandwiches and drinks, so be warned, anybody else climbing this, be warned, there are no facilities at the top of Ben Nevis. The climb basically went on for too long, and the last part was particularly steep and difficult. It was also cloudy at the top, so the view was non-existent. The long walk back was so boring, and again, took too long. Methinks this person complains a little bit too much. Like me? We come to the end of 2021. It's customary to look back on the last 12 months and consider what we've done with them. For most of us, the things we're proud of, others not so much. But if you do regret that awkward text, misspelled tattoo, or wave at somebody who actually was looking at somebody else, just remember that none of us are perfect and we have the moments we wish you could take back. Take, for example, the gang of miscreants who had to have the RSPCA called out and had to have their shame immortalized in the process. So there were 281,390 incidents reported to the RSPCA, the Royal Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Animals emergency hotline. So these are the top ones. Number one, the toilet snake. You thought things like this only happened in Australia. Sorry to break it to you, but but the toilet snake was, was found in Hale, Greater Manchester. Unfortunately, some of the exotic pet owners forgot to keep the cage door closed. So... They had probably been watching a little bit too much Free Willy. Oh, that would give me a heart attack. So this particular serpent was lurking in the loo of the Coronation Street actor, Harry Vassani, who plays Seb uh, Franklin. Luckily, he was brushing his teeth when he noticed the movement in the early hours on the 9th of January. I didn't take it in at first, then looked again and realized they actually had seen, so I left the bathroom quickly and closed the door. He went back up, watched the snake as it slithered on top of the toilet and sat down in the seat just looking at us. Then there were ladder badges. We're not quite sure how this happened. Two badges ended up halfway up a ladder on a canal in South Wales. They became tangled and luckily somebody reported to the charity. The officers at the RSPCA, along with firefighters, were called to the Monmouthshire and Brecon Canal and they actually saved and rescued the badges. Teething problems. George the puppy needed help after getting his teeth stuck in the bars of a crate. And Kate Atkins had been crate training her 11-week pup uh, this makes me not want to put the dog in, in crates anymore here. Yeah. George was in a real pickle. He'd been very uncomfortable position. His owner had to hold him down for 45 minutes whilst he rushed down from the well. And then he had to use bolt cutters to cut them out of the, uh, out of the bars. And then there was a fox in a duck. The fox cub found itself fixed after getting stuck fast inside a metal duck-shaped planter. The RSPCA animal officer... Uh, rescued the fo- uh, fox. Fox cubs are incredibly inquisitive and they sometimes end up in rather strange places. The poor little cub got himself wedged inside the metal wire duck-shaped planter in somebody's garden, they, but they cut him free. And also the owl ornament. A Merseyside couple had a shock when they heard a commotion coming from their living room and found a tawny owl sat in the fireplace. The bird had flown down the chimney, uh, knocked over some uh, possessions, smashed the vase, and sat on the mantelpiece. And the RSPCA inspector, Lisa Lupson, managed to usher him out of the window. And the following day, he was back again in the same place. Apparently, he enjoyed his stay on the mantelpiece there. So anyway, there's some of the uh, perfect rescues for the RSPCA uh, this year. So we're going to close the podcast with something rather hopeful here as we head into a new year. And everybody knows my love of dogs. So, Victoria, uh, I found this on the, uh, on the internet the other day. And please read it to the listeners. God said, I need somebody strong enough to pull a sled and find bombs. Yes, gentle enough to love babies and lead the blind. Somebody who will 
spend all day on the couch with a resting head and supportive eyes to lift the spirits of a broken heart. So God made the dog, Kelly's Treehouse. So this has been the last podcast of the year. Just wanted to say, if you want to like or subscribe, you can follow at Keep Cheese on Twitter, Keep Carl and Cauliflower Cheese on Instagram. Thank you for all of your support this year, especially this month where we have uh, record numbers uh, coming in and listening to the podcast and hopefully giving you a little bit of festive cheer over the uh, month of December and throughout the year here. Uh, if you like to listen to the audio version of the podcast, you can listen to it on Apple Music, uh, Apple Podcasts. You can listen to an audio version on Spotify too, Breaker, uh, Slacker. You can listen to Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, TuneIn, many, many different platforms. You can listen to the podcast. So uh, that's rather nice. And uh, as to be honest, as Victoria put on her ripped jeans the other day as it ripped a little bit more i could hear keep common colorfulities emanating from the sound mm-hmm. of the rip that's you can really? actually you're going to hear it absolutely uh, everywhere and i hope you have a very safe wonderful fun new year's eve whatever you're doing we're going to be chowing down on a lot of pizza i think that's what we're going to be doing uh, trying to decide whether the cheesy bread or the pepperoni slices are better uh, I think that make, ma- makes a marvellous New Year's Eve, don't you? Sure. Um, and anyway, for everybody else, all the listeners out there, I will be back again uh, on Sunday for another edition of the podcast. Today's poem is a New Year poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. The Year. What could be said in New Year's rhymes that has not been said a thousand times? The New Year's come, the old years go. We know we dream, we dream we know. We rise up laughing with the light, we lie down weeping with the night. We hug the worlds until it stings, we curse it and sigh for wings. We live, we love, we woo, we wed, we wreathe our brides, we sheet our dead. We laugh, we weep, we hope, we fear, and that's the burden of the year. I hope the new year will be healthy, happy and prosperous. But until next time on Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese, cheerio.